Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside the Booth. I am your host, Wes Booth, joined, as always, with my partner in crime on this money-making grind, Mr. Leslie Rebellanzuela. <laughs> How are you, man? Good, good, man. What a great week it was. Uh, this was a wonderful weekend. Super profitable weekend. Absolutely. it's It's been good. Have you been following us? Yeah, it's been a crushing, crushing week. Yeah, you're uh, probably making some money. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you are. Um, yeah, last week was super profitable. We had amazing weeks. Lester was 7-12 and 12 on the week. Uh, I was 11-15 and 15 on podcast you picks. destroyed, you were, what, 73%? Yeah, we... Like, Wow. Like, yeah, we were on point. We were on point. And it wasn't just easy, you know, like, uh, let's take the Chiefs uh, money line. No. It was uh, some pretty uh, interesting picks, some Buffalo spreads. It was good. It was but good. this is what we're here for, you know? Like, we're not here yeah. to, like, sit here. It's like, oh, yeah, take it, take the Pittsburgh money line. Like, obviously, yeah. you're going to take the Pittsburgh these, money line. These are the 10,000 hours rule we're putting in. We're putting in the time and the effort. We're not just watching half-ass games here. We're, we're actually doing the work. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it going, though. Let's keep this heater going. And in order to do that, we have to look back at the past week, and we got to reflect on what we did bad, what we did good, and use it to capitalize on these and, and yeah. think, you know, what can we do to change or what can we do to continue this? Uh, what is something that you learned last week? Um... For me, in terms of betting, uh, just stick with your guts. I mean, like, I was a little wishy-washy on picking some of the harder games because mm-hmm. they were hard. Yeah. Um, the Buffalo game was a tough one to call. Yeah. Buffalo-Seattle. I said Seattle. Um, and you know what? I was wrong there, but what was the other one? Tennessee, Cincinnati. I think it was um the other one was the carolina kansas oh yeah see yeah uh, i mean like pittsburgh dallas pittsburgh dallas was another one i was i i wanted i don't want to be hesitant i wanted i i really wanted to pick the spread on the dallas game 14 points is just too much to cover you got to stick with your gut. Uh, I think that's maybe Gary Gilbert, eh? Mr. XFL coming through in the clutch. Yeah, I mean, like, he was good. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. He w- he gave some hope to Cowboys fans everywhere in the world. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. It w- I wasn't completely sold no. on Gary Gilbert either. No. Uh, the first thing I learned was that Miami is for real. But most importantly, that Tua is for real. Yeah. Uh, this boy started off a little slow. In week one, I don't even think he had 100 passing yards. Week one, he came out struggling out of the gate. Uh, whatever it was, I don't know. But the second week, he absolutely dominated. Last week, he yeah. was 20 for 28. He had over 240 yards passing, 35 on the ground. He he was just he was really mobile. He was able to move in the pocket. He was able to get around, make big plays, and he went toe to toe with Kyler Murray, with arguably the best quarterback your best young quarterback in the uh, league right there, now yeah, absolutely. um i would put him toe-to-toe with lamar jackson and i'm a diehard baltimore ravens fan you know that and and for me to see miami do what they did last week and pull that win out it was a crushing blow to some of my tickets but i mean it was kind of cool to see that the dolphins are actually a contender i went through 15 bucks on them to win the division I honestly think that they got a good chance now. They, Absolutely. If they beat Buffalo, man, that's it. That's all they really got to do at this point. Uh, and, that, and that's that's an interesting take. I don't know if they're right there with Buffalo yet. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. You know what is interesting about that is there is this – there's a light at the end of the tunnel in Miami. Like there's – like yeah. they got two draft picks yeah. this year. They, um, they have a good game this week against the Chargers. I can't wait to predict oh, that game. Oh, that later one's going to be a good one. I can't wait to predict that game later in the show. Yeah. Uh, the second thing I learned quickly was the Bears and Titans game from week nine, 
would be my pathway to success in week 10. It proved everything I knew about Tannehill fantasy-wise, in the fantasy perspective of things, and everything about the Bears that I needed to go forward for their Monday night game this week yeah. that I also can't wait to predict against Kurt the Hurt Cousins on Monday night. Um, let's get right into the action, though. Let's start betting on some of these games. Yeah. We got a Thursday night matchup between the Colts and the Titans. This game, to me, was a really close game. Arguably one of the closest games of the week. Yeah. It opened up at a two-and-a-half point uh, favorite for, for Tennessee, Tennessee, and now it's down to a pick'em game. The spread is at 48-and-a-half. I don't know if I like that total. I'm going to probably stay away from the over-under in this game just because the defense on Indianapolis' side is actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, last week, they held Lamar Jackson to one offensive yard in the first half through almost nearly two quarters of play. The MVP, the reigning MVP, was held to one offensive yard because that Colts defense, they locked him down. Um, I, I don't know if they'll be able to do the same thing this week because they they did get destroyed in the second half. He um, he lit them up. What is your take on this Tennessee Titans team, though, first, before we get into the Colts team? Do you think that this Tennessee Titans game, uh, team is going to be able to get Derrick Henry going? Or is it strictly still a Ryan Tannehill first offense? It's tough because losing the left tackle, I think it was... Fisher, I can't remember his name now. Oh, uh, Taylor Luan. Taylor, yeah, Luan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luan. Um, that it really has affected. Oh um, yeah, Tennessee um, in their run game. They still got great pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, Tannehill is a serviceable quarterback. This one's a tough one to call because you know, you know. Philip Rivers has been playing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like he wouldn't have done two games in a row really good. But now that he did have his down game last week against Baltimore, that was a better, de- a much better a much defense better than defense. Tennessee's yeah. going to bring to the table. You kind of look, you can't really play on the recency biases either. Yeah. Tennessee did post 41 points prior to this game. Uh, they are coming off of a short week, so how that favors in Tennessee's uh, way, you know what I mean? Or yeah. either way. Either way. You know, it's, it's, it's yet to be seen. But for me, I really lean more towards the Tennessee team. I feel like maybe Derrick Henry gets it going. He's going to have to. Because if he doesn't get it going, then this is going to spell the end of of Tennessee's reign of terror, as you may say. Yeah. You know, like, because Tannehill isn't, isn't going to get it going. And, like, he's not going to be that guy that's going to be... He's not even like Matt Stafford. He can't, he can't come back from bad deficits and, and carry you to these big-time wins and two-minute drills. He's not that type of quarterback. That, that, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. I don't know if I truly agree with you. Um, you know me. I'm on the Ryan Tannehill yeah. train. Uh, I think he's a fine quarterback. He's He gets the job done. Yeah. I, I, I But I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I have a hard time picking this one because that – Colts D has been stellar. I'm I'm gonna lean to on the spread on the pick on the tennis at the Tennessee side as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that to the total is really hard to call. Um, yeah, you know, and even being a degenerate and wanting to really bet on this <laughs> on Thursday, I'm gonna stay away from that yeah. total. I think, even though I love the parlays, but. This, that total is tripping me out, the 48.5. I might just tease it down, but then you can't get the parlay on Bet365. The Nuggets are what's scaring me away from the Titans. 
Then you know me with the Nuggets, and they're really scaring me. Indianapolis is 13 and four against the spread in their last 17 against Tennessee. They're also 14 and three straight up in their last 17 against Tennessee. Um, they're seven and one straight up in their last eight on the road against Tennessee. This this one's a little nerve wracking for me. Indianapolis kind of has that underdog edge coming into this game, and what I was saying last with the the, the path to this, though my heart and my my head's kind of leaning towards Indianapolis. I think I'm battling with that bias of like if I pick or sorry with Tennessee, but I think I'm battling with that bias that if I pick Indianapolis, is it because I hate Tannehill? But it's not. It's really I'm trying to base this more on the defensive side of things. And, and hey, I'm with you. I I have a real I have a real hard time picking this one. I'm gonna pick Tennessee because I believe offensively they mm-hmm. are they can handle. Uh, that defense, yeah. I don't think Philip Rivers, while he's still good, I think he has a harder time yeah. with that defense. And they, listen, another divisional game. I know. That is probably going to be close. Oh, I know, man. Um, this one, I'm going to tell you right now, is it could go either way. Just be just be hesitant on just how be, much you pay. Yeah, exactly. Just be super hesitant. I'm I'm gonna go with the spread on this one, uh, or the spread on on Tennessee side, and I think you're gonna say the same thing. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually I'm gonna go with the Colts on this one. I'm gonna go really? against the. Uh, I'm gonna go and I'm just gonna pick the Colts straight up to win this game. I think the Colts are gonna win this game and shock uh, yeah. shock the Titans. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a close one, obviously, but yeah, I'm that, going with the Colts. That sets them up to to lead the division. Yeah, and it's you know, and and then it's just gonna actually make Tennessee start to work harder. It's gonna be that booster that they need to, you know, wake Derrick Henry the beast up. The one thing I will say that I looked up prior to this, when I I will be betting mad props on before we move on to the next game, is Derrick Henry averages the most yards on Thursday night games. Derrick Henry oh. has six, <laughs> count them, six tugs in four games on Thursday nights. He's only two and two on Thursday nights, but he does average 97 yards a game. His highest average. Out of Sundays, Mondays, it's all Thursday night games, buddy. Let's not forget Jacksonville against Tennessee when yeah. he had that monster run. Yeah. Had, that's the games that he has the monster runs on yeah. prime time. He had 149 on last year against them in the last game of the season in 82. So if he, they're, they're going to set the prop around probably 90, mm-hmm. smash the over, yeah. no matter what. Uh, moving on to the next game. The first game of the morning on Sunday, we got the Houston Texans visiting the Cleveland Browns who are coming off a bye. I don't understand this line. So maybe you'll understand it a bit better than yeah. me. I understand the total at 49, but I don't understand the three-point favorite for Cleveland. Uh, they're missing a few pieces. I know they get Chubb back, but is Houston that bad? Um, I think there's like this misconception that Houston is that they're bad. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong; they're not. They are not contenders in their own division. But, and I think that's the bias that Vegas has. In these spreads, right? Cleveland is contending for for a shot at the playoffs, at, at the playoffs yeah. and the division, and Houston isn't. Um, but I, realistically, Houston has a, a chance at blowing this game up. I, I just, you know, I thought that last week against Jacksonville, and those are the two games where we talked each other off, was the Jacksonville <laughs> game and the Washington game. That's funny. But I, I just, I, I don't know. This, this game was a little bit weird to me because I, I, I have so much faith in Houston as their offense. Their defense, on the other hand, 
struggles. Yeah. They gave up the, the first play or the second play of the game for 74-yard touchdown to DJ Chark. This is a sixth-round draft pick in Lofton. Lofton, however you say his name, coming out in his first game, his second throw, first or second throw of the game, and it's a 74-yard touchdown pass. Like, is, is J.J. Watt serious out there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're coming at a rookie. Usually that off defensive line would be eating a rookie quarterback. Yeah, they're not, just not there anymore. That there Houston anymore. defense just is not impressive. No. They're not scary. And they're going on the road. They're traveling into Cleveland. So I believe that's why Vegas is so heavy on this is because Baker has shown games where he, sh- where he has been really good. Yeah. Where he's, he's shown how strong he can be. Mind you, all those games are usually against the Bengals. So I'm kind of leaning more towards Houston. My pick right away was Houston. I went and smashed the money line as soon as I seen this uh, these odds come out on Monday. Yep. And I'm sticking with this game as well. I'm sticking with that pick. I'm going to go with Houston money line. I'm taking Houston with the points. And I'm going to take an over on this game. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm totally over. I'm, I'm totally with you on the over. Um, interesting nugget as well for, for you. Houston runs... Uh, they want to be a run-heavy offense, mm-hmm. but they run uh, four wide receiver sets quite often. Yeah. Um, and you know what Cleveland Browns struggle with? A four, the four wide receiver sets because they they have a pretty good defense. But it's, uh, it, the one thing I will say is he, um, Deshaun Washington sits in the pocket for a long time Mm -hmm. and I think that defensive line is going to take advantage of that fair oh this one's another tough one Um, I'm actually going to go the other side I'm going to go Cleveland with the spread money line but I'll I'll agree with you on the over okay okay Uh, yeah it's going to be a close game regardless I can see this one like Houston keeps every game close yeah like I'm glad that this wasn't in the favor of Houston because if it was like last week six and a half points that almost seemed like a lock and load you know, that kind of screwed a lot of people out of money, especially considering that they, all they had to do was run that clock out and they would have had that six and a half totals. Uh, it, it just is, it's wild to me with, with that well of an, an offense that their defense can just let up so much yardage and so many big plays. It's because Crucial they're, points too. they're not running the ball very well. No, and now they're going to be down David Duke Johnson. Johnson. They got Duke Johnson. This is narrative street. Duke Johnson is playing his old team, the Cleveland Browns, and he doesn't have anybody holding him back. Duke Johnson is finally free. Mind you, I'm sure they're going to sign somebody. Who's the guy that always comes and steals Duke Johnson's role? Oh, Mc, not McKinley. <laughs> What's his freaking name? I can't remember. But anyways. Miller. They're going to start. They'll sign Lamar Miller tomorrow, and he'll end up playing all the snaps. Watch. It's just how it is, man. He's going he's gonna to end up fucking <laughs> killing that guy. Uh, the next game we got is Jacksonville and Green Bay. 13 and a half spread. I hate these large spreads. They've been yeah. killing everybody lately. Um, Green Bay's at home. They get the 13 and a half point favorite. 50 and a half point total. Obviously, it's going to be Green Bay money line. That's yes. one of those. That's, that's you know, those one. are those easy. Those are easy monies. But we're here to help people make the real money here. We're here to help them sit. You know, sift through the garbage. 13 and a half points seems like a like a very very large deficit, but. Yeah. This is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. This is Devontae Adams. This is Aaron Jones. This is money. This is yeah. Green Bay making statements every game until they get to the playoffs. Absolutely. They I'm, lost two already. Yeah. They can't lose anymore. I don't think they will. And I don't think they're going to make them close anymore. Yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers, I see him every Tuesday on Pat McAfee's show. He's he's dialed in. He's on another level. 
He got Valdez Scantling in the in the mix of things. We talked about this Green Bay game last week on the pod as it was a Thursday night game. They to me, Green Bay are are a real contender. Absolutely. And I think they blow the doors off Jacksonville in this game. I can confidently confidently take the thirteen and a half points in this. Whereas in the last few weeks when I see these spreads, I'm I shy away and I automatically jump to the other side because I think they can keep it close. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. I don't think this game is going to be even close. I'm gonna, I'm thinking, and Rogers is going to say, I'm going to prove something to the league that Patrick Mahomes isn't better than me, Russell Wilson isn't better than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to sit there and throw dimes like it's nobody's business and they're going to win by like 24. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. I love that game. I love this this Green Bay offense. I love everything about that game. You like the over? Uh, the over is a tough one. I think I'm. I think I like the over because I think there's going to be a lot of garbage points. Mm. Um, it's a. Uh, I, I think fifty points over. You're looking at thirty to twenty. I could see that happening. Yeah, I like the over. Twenty-one thirty-four. Yeah, so you think it gets about 55 points. Yeah. Um, I'm not as confident as the, on this over-under, so I would tease this down to about 47 and then pick that over, maybe even 45. But I don't know how low they'll allow you to go on that one. Oh, I think that, I think you could go to 45. Um, oh, yeah, they'll let you go down to 40. So, yeah, I'd go to 45. It gives you minus 250. So, yeah, I take this at uh, Green Bay 13.5, and, and I take this at over 45. You would take it at over forty five. Mm-hmm. I, I would still take it at the at the over fifty point five number. I think it's still a good number and it gives you value. Nice. Um, the next game we got going on here is the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants NFC least. NFC Once least. again, um, this game kind of toss them toss up. Yeah. You know, you can flip a coin and pick this game. Who who do you like in this game coming at coming into this game? You got the Giants who were up by 20, almost lost to Alex Smith, who's playing on, I don't know, half of his leg that's made out of half of his arm and half of his (laughs) rib. But I don't know if the Giants, like the Giants defense is playing lights out. Like I looked at them on DraftKings right now. They're they're averaging double-digit points in every Every, game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, If they had Saquon Barkley, they'd be a, a force, and I think they'd run away with this division. They don't have Saquon Barkley. Do the Philadelphia Eagles stand a chance in this game? I know they're favored at three points, so obviously Vegas thinks they are. Um, But do you think that Philadelphia has this game? I don't think anybody in this division has anything. (laughs) (laughs) I think that it's you talk about narrative a lot. Um, If Philadelphia wants to put a stamp on this division, they have to win this game. Yeah, they they're they have the ability right now. To say, hey, we are the best team in this division. Come get it. And if that doesn't happen, well, then I think the New York Giants got a shot. Yeah. And they don't want that to happen. So I, I honestly think that Philadelphia is going to, uh, because they are the more experienced team. Carson Wentz is the better quarterback. Um, they're getting, uh, they got Alshon Jeffries back. Yeah. Um, they're getting healthier. The problem being that New York Giants defense ain't no joke, and Carson Wentz hasn't played that well. No, um, I would. I'd be confident in saying that 
that the Eagles are still going to win because I don't think that the Giants can withstand offensively what the Eagles defense can do. Hmm. Um, so I'm going to pick the minus minus three on the on the Philadelphia Eagles, and I would pick the yeah. And if I'm doing that, I'm picking the money line. That being said, though, oh, that over is like 44. I would pick the over as well, actually. Ooh, yeah. You know, I haven't been talking about the consensus because all these games have been actually very split, minus the Tennessee game in Indy was 61% for Tennessee. But every other game is about 50% both ways. Yeah. This game being no different, 53% for Philly, 47% for the Giants. But the over-under is something that sticks out to me. 65% of people are with you on that over-under yeah. as well. Uh, the last week's game against this Redskin or oh, Redskins, uh, the, fo- <laughs> the Washington football team, they, it it went a little bit higher than you know we imagined it to to do, yeah. and I think this game does as well. I'm with you on the over. I could confidently say that. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that the Giants cover this three point spread. Um, I'm not as confident in that money line, but I do think that they do cover that three points. I know it's uh, it seems like a stretch, but it, I, I do think that they come within either that one or two points, but it just gives you that safety net a little bit that if, you know, if they do have that where they come up close and they're clawing back, clawing back, clawing and they back, get that field yeah. goal to go ahead, you know, it's 20, yeah. they're up by four, or you know what I mean, like yeah. something like that. I do believe that. And then that. they stop them at yeah. the end of the game. Like, I, I yeah, can see something probably. like that. So that's where I'm going. I'm leaning where, towards the the spread as opposed to the money line here. Um, it is. It would be nice to get that money line, but I do think there's a few other games where I take that plus money line as a you know i talked about the texans and there's a couple other ones i'm going to talk about later on but yeah i'm taking that plus three and i'll take the over as well yeah i i don't i don't, I don't mind that I, it's it's kind of a toss-up even vegas saying it's pretty much a toss-up um yeah i, I don't think anybody really cares <laughs> this is it's it's games of the nfc lease you know yeah, like, no, it, no, nobody no, cares no. like everybody knows that during, come, come the playoffs, nothing is going to happen <laughs> for any of the teams in the NFC. Yeah, that's an easy cakewalk. Uh, the next thing we got is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling into the Carolina Panthers, a divisional game. Tampa Bay coming off of a very disappointing loss, yeah. a very bad outing. Made me a lot of money, so I'm okay about it. <laughs> I don't really care either way. I love watching Tom Brady suffer. Tom Brady isn't just cut out for those bright lights anymore. Uh, I just he just can't. That's a bold statement to make. I mean, the primetime games are his bugaboo this year. He has not performed well in primetime matchups. You're not wrong. Uh, this is this has been his his kryptonite, and I don't know what it is. If it's playing in that division, he doesn't have his Belichick to help him out on primetime. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just just coincidence. To me, though, I think he gets it right in this game. It's a morning game. Carolina's. They're a good team, but we just seen Kansas City, who, mind you, Kansas City is a great team. But they just posted 400 yards in 15 minutes against this Carolina defense. I think Tampa Bay can do similar. I think Antonio Brown looked locked in. Oh, he re- he looked good. He looked he, ready. He, he looked good. I know people are getting in on getting on him about his catch, and he drops the thing on his first down. But you got to give the guy credit. He hasn't played for a year. Yeah. He just made a first down huge his catch. routes looked and, so and he was good. excited. He knew they were down by 20-odd points, but it doesn't matter. He was excited he made a huge play because it was the first one he made. I yeah. guarantee you if he made that play any other day, he wouldn't have done that. Well, maybe he would have his AP. <laughs> but regardless, this game opened up at 5.5 for the Bucks, 50.5 or 50.5 total. 
I automatically want to smash the over, especially with, with what we've seen last week. There is no Christian McCaffrey. No CMC. Don't smash the over. Don't smash the over. I'm you think that defense is going to be able to control Teddy B, eh? The difference of... Listen, one of my hot takes this year and this week was going to be that CMC is the best running back of this generation. Ooh. Um, and listen, after last week, I compl- I believe it. Like... He has the ability to completely change the way teams look at a team. I can't believe that. You put him over Dalvin Cook? Absolutely. Wow. No, I think no if, question about it, actually. Well, Dalvin you, Cook has really shown that he could do the same thing. But I do agree with the fact that Christian McCaffrey changes an offense immediately entering it. Yeah. I just feel like if we've seen... Dalvin Cook in a different offense, not ran by Hurt Cousins, maybe he would be a little bit like Christian McCaffrey. But needless to say, yeah, continue. I, I, continue. It's, I think it's two different runners as well. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's hard to say, but yeah. not having Christian McCaffrey there mm-hmm. That's hurts hurt. this team mm-hmm. in so many different ways. And yes, they have Robbie Anderson. Yes, they have Curtis Samuel. They have they have they have really good pieces and. I don't, I don't even think that Teddy Bridgewater is a bad quarterback. No. But I think this defense, this Tampa Bay Bucks defense, has the ability to stop Carolina in their tracks. I don't have, think they have the ability to stop CMC. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so I'm going the under on this. I'm going Tampa Bay covers minus five. I, I wouldn't take the money line because it's not that good. No. Um, but absolutely take that. That's red. You like the five points, eh? Absolutely. Um, I I would take the I would take the Tampa Bay Bucks as well. I mean, Teddy Tube Gloves. He does cover. Uh, he think he was nineteen. He covered nineteen and three or something like that in his last twenty two. But yeah. But I just I I like Tampa Bay in this. Whenever people make fun of Tom Brady publicly. You know what I mean? That's when he seems to really show up. Oh yeah, he he loves being the underdog. Yeah, and he loves being and the underdog. I believe that this is the time. And one little glimmering hope for that over is the total has gone over in fourteen of Tampa Bay's last twenty games. So there is a little bit of a hope that this does happen. Um, I might just tease this one down. That's the beauty of being able to do that. I will probably go with forty-eight, maybe forty-seven points on this one. For the over, but I, I would I would go with that one be a little bit more safe. Mm-hmm. I know you said last week, oh, we want to just go with the unders on those, but then it's like I still think there's gonna be a lot of points. No, then no, absolutely. The thing about that, and I, under, I'm, I'm thinking for the listeners, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, there's a number that you there's value there, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, there when you see a 55, and you're like, oh, there's there's value in the under because I don't think there you can hit 55. But there's value in the over when you know that that game's going to go over 45. Yeah. Right? So Once again, yeah, you could get it at, you know, if you hit it at 46, you get it at a minus 205. That's beauty. That's, that's beauty. You're beauty. So, that's 50 cents to your dollar. You're, you're, and that's still less than their money line too as well. Yeah. So, you know, like even if you didn't want to pick the Tampa Bay money line because you thought it was a little bit too low for your money or whatever, right? Yeah, absolutely. You, you and, and, and the, yeah, and it's still... You're hitting your parlay at that point. Yeah, and and I love that. So, um, I'm as, I'm with you on that one as well. Uh, Tampa Bay to cover that five and a half, and I would do the over if it was at 40, 45. 
for sure. Um, moving on to the Washington Detroit. This one's off the board on Bet365. Vegas has it at three and a half, I believe, for yeah. Detroit. Uh, to me, I, I just lean Detroit automatically. I think Washington just, with Alex Smith, they're going to be a different offense. Um, I think they're just a weird offense to begin with. They're hard to call. They they're, are hard to they're call. They're really hard to call. Last week, I really thought with the narratives and with Terry McLaren being the new captain, they were just going to be able to do a lot more. They showed it as the game progressed. Kyle Allen probably won't be there. It will be probably Alex Smith. It, it is. And, and uh, so, you know, right away you want to just go with the Detroit offense here. Um, I just don't think that Washington's going to mm-hmm. be able to put up as many points yeah. as Detroit here. I'm, I'm going Washington. You're, go- you're going Washington. Or sorry, sorry, I'm going Detroit. I'm going Detroit. You know, this, is the, this is the beauty in betting. We have had, I think it's, this is the five, fifth time that we disagree. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I love Alex Smith. I like I. <laughs> you like that? I've always been an Alex Smith fan. I'm more of an Aaron Rodgers fan than an Alex Smith fan, but I like Alex Smith. He, I think he's he was drafted number one mm-hmm. the same year Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so was Jameis Winston, but that's another story for another day. Uh, I, yeah, he's he's still. Uh, I, I think he's still a good quarterback, and you saw it last week. He threw for over 300 yards. Yes, he had a pick. Um, yes, he. I think he fumbled the ball once, but it was a good Giants defense, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, I think he's still kind of getting his bearings from a really devastating injury. Yeah, it was. Um, but this Detroit Lions defense has been so susceptible to the pass. Man, like I, I think I think Alex Smith goes off for another three hundred yard game. I, I think he has two touchdowns, three hundred yards. You going Washington? I'm going Washington. Um, no nuggets on this because both teams are trash. They're both terrible. Uh, <laughs> Washington's zero five straight up in their last five on the road. They're one and six straight up in their last seven. Detroit's five and fourteen against the spread in their last nineteen, and three and fourteen straight up in their last seventeen. So really, both teams are just terrible. Um, it's basically kind of a pick 'em game at this point. You just kind of got to go with your gut. Yeah. Really, like there's no real like outliers. There's no glaring player, you know, picks that you're, you're going to be like, oh, this person's going to go off. It's just kind of like a a blah game. So go with your instincts on that one. But both yeah. of us are kind of split down the middle. Exactly. Um, the next game is the the first game of the afternoon, and in my opinion, the best game of the week. Um. Yeah, you know what? I got one that's coming up that's my, my the best game, and it's not even my Baltimore game. So uh, <laughs> Buffalo-Arizona opened up a two-and-a-half favorite for Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. This total is at 56. I wouldn't be surprised if this total hits 80 points. Not on Vegas, but if it, in, yeah, absolutely. In, in the game it hits 80 points. These games have always been going pretty big for Buffalo. I like Buffalo in this game. Uh, so do I. Um, no question. You uh, know, Buffalo showed some some magic last week. Josh Allen had a career day in the first half. I think, well, he had the most yards of quarterbacks thrown this year in the first in half. In the first half, yeah. He was just on fire. Now, Seattle's defense, <clears throat> excuse me, is is a lot is a lot worse than most teams' defense. So I do see why he did that. But, I mean, they put up 40-plus points on the Seattle Seahawks. Listen, I'm... I'm I'm still a believer in Seattle. I think Seattle. There was a 
it's kind of a little mishap on Russell Wilson's throwing three interceptions mm-hmm. or whatever. But what I got out of that game wasn't that Seattle was bad, was that Buffalo is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubted Buffalo for, I don't know, the last five years. Yeah. Um, uh, not anymore. I, I think they have the pieces there. The biggest thing about this Buffalo right now is that John Brown is back. The deep threat is back. Mm. And we said it last week. John Brown is back. So watch out. Like, this is going to be a scary team. Yeah. I don't think they win. But and look at that. They ended up winning. Yeah. Josh Allen likes to throw the ball deep. He's got his middle route receiver in Diggs. Mm -hmm. He's got... Um, Cole Beasley there running in the slot. He's got John Brown. He's he's got the weapons. I I think this is this is an easy one to call two and a half game and and it's the and it's a number that I really like two and a half. Yeah, it's that two and a half dogs. Um, this, right, that's the only thing. If this was a three and a half, I I wouldn't be on Buffalo's side. Yeah, I agree. I would be thinking, and in, and people would wonder why it's only a point and a half, but it just is. It's just the destiny. It's the fate of football gambling. It's the fate of how <laughs> this season is. Two and a half, three. There's that's a big difference. That Absolutely. point and a half. Vegas is weighing that as a huge difference. I, I'm going with you on this one. I'm going Buffalo all the way, and I'm leaving that at 56, and I'm going to hit that over as well. Uh, I'm. I'm- no question. And, and you know what? I and I would even go as far to say play that Buffalo money line to get that extra money. That's what I was saying about earlier with the Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a game where I love that money line. It's a plus 110. Absolutely. It, 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 it gives you that extra little bit, that little bit of juice on your parlay. I, I love it. Uh, I agree. Go ahead. I know. I agree. 100%. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, that's, an, that's an easy one to call. I might even, like, if I, I could, I might even tease this one up. Yeah, you could for sure. I might you could like, for sure. If, if, if the number is right. Yeah, you I might could for sure. You could for sure. It would be nice. Uh, the next game we got in the afternoon is Denver at Vegas. Another divisional game. Uh, Drew Locke didn't come through for people last week. Atlanta destroyed them. They just put up some massive points. Julio Jones left that guy's jock strap in the <laughs> stands on the goal line. Yeah. My God. Julio Jones is unreal. Um, I was watching Michael Lombardi talk, and they were talking about how that was a play that they don't ever call anymore on the goal line. And used to see it with Julian Edelman all the time. time, They ran it, I think three or four times in a row on the Super Bowl game with Julian Edelman continuously to him. Um, I can't remember what it's called at this moment, but Julio was on fire that game. So I can't really fault Denver. Like, you know, like Atlanta was good. Can they contend with Vegas in this divisional game, this divisional matchup? Can they play spoiler? Because I don't really think Denver has a chance at playoffs. Oh, it's a tough one for me because this game's at four and a half for Vegas. For Vegas, fifty and a half for total. Um, this one's a tough one for me um, because Vegas is so hard to call. Um, you know, they're the team that beat Kansas City. Yeah, but they're also the team that who they who they have a really bad loss to Chicago or somebody I can't even remember now. Um, they lost to the Pats. Yeah. Oh, the Pats. They lost yeah. the Patriots. Bad. They Bad. Got, you know, Cam posted thirty some odd points against them. Yeah, the people are the people are with the Vegas. Sixty two percent are leaning towards that four and a half points. On 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 Vegas side. Um, Which is interesting to me. People are really heavy on them after last week. 
I, I just, you know, Vegas to me is a very strange team. Um, they, they If it wasn't for the Chargers just having the worst luck that I've seen any NFL team yeah. have in a few years, Vegas would have lost last week. So I don't think they really have it in the bag as much as people want to admit. Denver likes to keep games close as well. They like to come crawling back out of the gutter <laughs> at the very end and keep games super close. They so. remind me of Jackson. Man, they remind me of Jacksonville in 2017 when Blake Bortles was Oh, just, with the Allen Robinson yeah. and Allen Hearns. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and you would be like, oh, they're up by 30. Here we go. And then they come back and they make it a three-point game because they posted 27 points in three minutes. You're like, oh, great. Yeah, Jacksonville, great. Way to just blow everybody's money. Um <laughs> I, I don't think that uh, I really – man, I don't have confidence in this game. I, I don't think that uh, Vegas is going to blow the doors off of them. And if they do, it, it wouldn't really surprise me. Josh Jacobs hasn't really been getting things going lately. This is this is what I was going to say. I think Derek Carr has been a lot better. Josh Jacobs hasn't been that physical runner mm-hmm. that I want to see. Like he, he gets the nitty-gritty yards, but he I just haven't seen that dominance yet. No. Um but yeah, I, this one's a tough one for me. You know who I really like out of that Las Vegas Raiders team? Jonathan Abrams. Man. Yeah, that defense is playing on fire right yeah, now. Jonathan Abrams, he's just a violent player. Hold he on. really is. That whole that whole defense, they play with such ferocity. Like They're just so – like I don't know what it is about them. So where are you going, Wes? Uh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna pick Denver. I'm gonna take that Denver four and a half. Um, if this was any closer to the Las Vegas side, I would be just leaning towards Vegas. I'm not touching that money line. Like I say, Denver just likes to keep things close to piss everybody off. So I'm gonna think that they keep this a three point game. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you actually on that Denver game. Um, like if I, you play Sports Select, even like I don't play Sports Select anymore, but I pick this as a tie. That'd be a three point tie. That I would think, be a two. Yeah, I, I, I think I would Denver agree. makes it close. You're, you're going to take the Denver I, as well? I would, yeah, Denver, I think Drew Locke, he just likes to, you know, lose by three points or you yeah, know, win by three points. That's what I'm saying. That's like, what I'm saying. I, I just, close games. And I would, I would probably pick the over on this game because both teams like to mm-hmm. yoss the ball around a little bit. And, I mean, while their defense, Las Vegas Raiders defense is okay, um, they do give up some yards, passing yards and passing touchdowns. So... Yeah, I think I'd pick the over as well on this. One. Um, with this being a divisional game, I think I would just lean towards a forty-five point total as well. A lot of these games, I'm 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 fiddling with the totals. I think that I'd be more comfortable and safe, feel more safe playing yeah. this game a little bit lower, just based on that that total. But I feel like if it's going to be a comeback kid game for Drew Locke, it's yeah. going to be have to be a little bit higher of a of a total. Total. Um, the next game we got is the Chargers and the Dolphins. This is my favorite game of the week also um, a good game the, this is the storyline yeah the storyline this story. is Tua versus justin herbert this is the team that can never win this season always lose by close close margins versus a team that is shocking the hell out of the world right now blowing teams out by 30 plus points in games bringing in a rookie halfway through the season after a bye week against aaron donald and the rams blowing them out of the water I, I love this game. This game was really tough for me when I was looking at this game. This game was really tough to pick. I already have my pick locked and loaded. I want to hear your side first on this version of the game. So Justin Herbert has been the best rookie quarterback mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow has been ama- amazing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but what Justin Herbert is doing with really no help. 
You know, like yeah. they've the defense has been letting up up points like crazy. Another nugget, I don't think Joey Bosa is gonna play. Mm. Okay. Uh, Joey Bosa he's still hurting from his I think it was a knee injury. Uh so I don't think he's gonna play. So that helps the Miami side on a defense that's been stellar for the I think it's Three weeks in a row now yeah. that they've they they've returned a turnover for a touchdown. Yeah, I think it happens again this week. Ooh, that's a bold statement. I think Miami covers this spread. I think this is a uh, this is a seven point spread. Wow. Um, Miami to a Tungavailoa beats the L.A. Chargers. I would take the spread. The over and the money line for Miami. Well, well, Miami. you're not alone. Sixty-three percent of people are picking Miami to cover that two and a half. Sixty-five percent of people are taking that over. Uh, Odd Sharks computer generator has this game at thirty point seven and nineteen for Miami. Um, I I love this show because I'm against you on this one again. Really, that's six. Um, I love the Chargers. I absolutely love the Chargers. They can't lose every game. Now, they can lose every game by 1.2 points, heartbreaking losses. But at some point, they're going to get it together. Yeah. Um, I think that offense is better than Miami's offense. And I think that, that Miami defense is – they've got a little bit of holes. I know they're on fire. I know that I love that um, them to, to win that division or at least rival to win that division. I'm picking the Chargers, though. I, I got the Chargers to cover this. It's a two-and-a-half dog theory. It's just the fact that Justin Herbert is ready and primed. And I think people are putting a little bit too much hype on Miami. Like, I, I don't, I, I like I don't them. disagree with you. I like them a lot, but I just think the Chargers aren't the Jets. The Chargers aren't the Niners that are beat up. The Chargers aren't, you know, like, these aren't the teams. Like, Miami kept up with Kyler and Arizona, but Arizona's defense is shaky. Um, Chargers, I do believe, will be able to get this one. I think Chargers got Miami's number. So, yeah, we're we're opposite on that one. I'm smashing this money line. I'm smashing the over. Interesting. Um, I'm with you on the over, though, for sure. I think this game's going to be a blowout. This one's going to be interesting. Are you, are you nervous about this over, though, that everybody is? Like, is this one of those games in the afternoon where the entire world's going to play this game? And then, or or is the afternoon game that does that, is that just going to be the Denver Raiders game? Because no. you know one of those games is going to go very low of scoring. Yeah, I that, the possibility of the Denver Las Vegas Raiders game is, going over, or, or going under, is, is better, better see, than this game. See, that's where I would, I would be a little bit more hesitant on that Raiders game being an over as of, as opposed to this one. Um, I'm going to say that, uh, yeah, you know what, I'm going to pick the over on this one and and I'm just going to stick with it. The next thing we got is the Bengals and the Steelers. Ah, this one. This one is a seven and a half point favorite for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I right away was just all over the Bengals. I think the Steelers have a lot to work on. I, I think agree. they got a lot of holes. Uh, Joe Burrow, he ain't scared of nobody. No. Uh, if you recall, in the first few games of his short career, <clears throat> excuse me, he had some big hits that he was taking. He was taking some big hits, and he was getting up and throwing some big bombs. Um, yeah, stay did. tuned for our DFS picks. Hint, hint. Yeah. But anyways, I believe that this is going to be a barn burner, and I think that the Bengals can cover that seven points, but I'm not going to pull the trigger on it. 
I, I'm going to stay away from this game. Um, if I do play this game, I'm going to play, obviously, the Pittsburgh money line. But I'm going to just mess with the total. I'm not touching the point spread on this game. I'm yeah. actually staying away from this I, game. I, this, I would, I'm completely with you. This is the game that I would stay away from. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if it's not the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game, it's the Denver-Las Vegas game. Um, those are the two games that, personally, I would stay away from because there's just, just too much variability. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh coming off of a tough, tough game mm-hmm. plays. The thing about Pittsburgh is they play to the level of their team, always. Yeah. Um, if they're playing a great team, they're you know they're they're great. They're they're, but a team like Dallas, Cincinnati, they're not uh, the upper echelon, the upper tier. Mm-hmm. They're they're like oh we'll 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 be all right and and that's not the gamer mentality that you want out of a team so it kind of scares me of that like oh they might lose that game the, yeah. that one off game yeah because they can't you know like Joe Burrow is good enough to dig them into a hole that they can't get out of yeah um, and that might be the case this week so do you have a a, a firm pick if, no I, I if I had to pick um, at a minus seven and a half spread. Ooh, I'm picking the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Um, it's a, a touchdown and a touch a touchdown is too much. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick them the same way, but I'm honestly I'm staying away from yeah, this game. I'm staying away too. Um, the next game we got is another weird line to me. Uh, right. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm crazy this week, but Seattle at the Rams. You're not wrong. It's weird. The Rams opened up, I believe, at three and a half too, which was even stranger. Yeah. And Weird. This, yeah, Seahawks are road dogs coming in, fifty-five and a half point total, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go. With, I would probably touch the over on this. Maybe I bring it down to fifty and hit the over on that. Actually, uh, I'd just be safe with these totals. I think that's where Vegas is going to try to get their money this week is on the totals because they seem a little bit off to me. But this spread. I don't know what the yeah, – how did it open with the Rams coming off a of bye? I went and looked at some of the Aaron Donald versus Russell Wilson um, rivalry. There's nothing really there. No. Um, so I don't understand really where this came from. So I guess it's, I'm not crazy because you're with me on this one as the well. The Rams are getting hotter. But they lost to the Dolphins before their bye. Yes. That, but they are they are getting hot. They are like they are they're a team that's on the up and up according to a lot of different teams. They are getting healthier, but this team still can't run the ball. Yeah. This and their this team. Sure, maybe they like. I I think I would maybe touch the over, but I'm smat like smashing so hard on the Seattle Seahawks money line and uh, spread. Yeah, no, we're not. No question. We're not alone. Um, Oddsharks computer generator has this game at thirty-three to nineteen for the Rams, which is wild to me to beat them by eleven points. Uh, I don't believe that, but the the general public's with us. Sixty-three percent of the people are vote are on the Seattle side. Uh, completely split down the middle, fifty-fifty percent on the over/under. Uh, like I say, that's where I go down to the fifty and play the over. Yeah, okay. And. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm smashing the Seattle money line, and I'm smashing the Seattle. No spread question. As well. I, Vegas is wrong. Vegas, Vegas is wrong on this pick. There's no way, and there's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, the next game we got to close out the afternoon games is the Niners at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints got a nine point favorite here. Uh, 
Seattle coming off of a absolute ass kicking, uh, or sorry, San Francisco coming up an absolute ass kicking yeah. last week. I don't know if they're going to be able to to put up a fight. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't playing. No, he's still out. Still Nick Mullins. I just I don't yeah. like this game for the Niners. I think just like the Packers, I think that the Saints are out to prove to the world that they're here to play. Yeah. Now I don't really like this nine points though. It's a big number. I you will know, say that. I that's don't, a big spread. That's a big spread. I would touch the money line over the spread. Mm-hmm. Money line's pretty easy, but like you say, that spread nine points. It's. It's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there with the the spread. It's. It's. Too, it's a little big for me. Um, if, if Kyle he, Shanahan, he's still the coach of yeah. of this team. I think he's he's a a really good coach that could beat that spread i could i think he could keep that game closer than nine points absolutely no i, I wouldn't touch that game I, I wouldn't touch that spread you know what I, i'm gonna be confident enough to say for our listeners and for ourselves, i'm gonna take the saints on this one just like the packers i think this is the week that the big spreads are winners i think that the saints get this big spread they got camara thomas back healthy I think they're going to finally get this offense rolling. If George Kittle was here for the Niners, or if they had a better run game, like if if Mostart was actually back and starting, I would be more on San Francisco being able to cover this. You sold me on that. But uh, no George Kittle. No, no. There's no safety blanket here for Mullins. Like he's going to be one and done quick. The Saints defense came out to play last week against the the Bucks, and I think they're going to keep keep going. Um, So I'm I'm confident enough to go with the nine points. Over at 49, you know, I think they can get to it pretty close by themselves. I think they can get to 30 by themselves. Do I think that the Niners can put up 20 points, though, is the only question, and I don't think they can get there. Um, They might be able to get to 14, maybe 17 points, but then I still don't think that the Saints get over 30, maybe 33. So it's too close for me to call. I stay away from that total, but I I, I just smashed that nine points. uh, The under, sorry. Are you confident in that? I am confident in that under. Um, this this is the 49ers are a team that like to run the ball, mm-hmm. ball control. Um, the Saints haven't fared so well against run te- or like uh, the run this year. Yeah. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of clock beaten being being eaten. Oh my god, I can't speak. <laughs> uh, being eaten by the 49ers. I don't think they score yeah. enough points to win, but I think that there's enough clock being eaten out that that there's not enough points that are scored. No, so you're going to go with that under. Yeah. Do you have a pick on the spread or no? Um listen. I'm going I'm going on the the plus 9 on, on the 49ers. I I don't see this I don't I don't see the New Orleans Saints losing. Um but I that's just too big of a spread. Okay. Um the next game we got is a Sunday night football game. My Baltimore Ravens going into Foxborough to play New England. This game last year around this time was the craziest game ever. This was the 9-0 or the 8-0 Pats coming in, blah, blah, blah. Not the very same story this year. Yeah, it's a completely different game Um, this year. Lamar Jackson on the phone this week with Rich Eisen said, when Rich Eisen asked him, what is different about the offense? Lamar Jackson went on to say, the defense are calling out our plays before before we make them. So he said they figured him out. 
Mind you, we're still 6-2, and two, so that's yeah. kind of worrisome to the league that if they figured him out, that they're still winning games. Um, he also went on to praise Cam Newton. Last week against the Jets, though, the Pats didn't really show me much again. I agree. Um, elite Joe Flacco came out, 2012 Joe Flacco. It was like he was playing rejuvenated. Uh, yeah, I know where don't was, know where that came from. Him and Brashad Perriman were doing things that I wish they would have done four years ago. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, this game is a seven-point favorite for Baltimore on the road, 43.5-point total. I think I'm... Gonna, I, well, I know where I'm going on this one. Yeah, I know where you're going. That I'm way. smashing that seven points, too, as well. I I was, I was, wish this was at a four and a half so I could tease it to seven points. I kind of want to go to ten. I I really do. I kind of want to go to well, – I, 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 I might even go to nine and a half because the ten might push it. Ten might push it. That's a big spread. But I would like the nine and a half. Um, I'm not as confident in that, but I am confident in smashing the seven. I'm confident in that over. I'm smashing that over mm-hmm. as well. I think that both teams are able to score a bit. I know that the defense in Baltimore is really good, but garbage time. Garbage time is going to come through. I do believe in this game. Generally speaking, primetime games hit the over. Mm-hmm. People want to show up for primetime. Yeah. 43 and a half. That's the lowest total in of the week. On a Baltimore team, Baltimore can score 22 points. Yeah, Baltimore actually has uh, scored over 20 points uh, like in, for in, a record. For, yeah. I can't remember what the actual game total is. New England can score 20 points. Mm-hmm. This game is an easy over for me. Do you have a pick on the spread? That's a tougher one because... You know what? No, I'm I'm going with Baltimore minus seven as well. I it's 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 a t- I it's tough because I think Bill Belichick is a good enough coach to you know figure out what Lamar Jackson is doing, but he hasn't figured he's the he's he's he hasn't figured him out yet. He's he the running quarterbacks yeah. are what get. The New England Patriots. Yeah, minus Mahomes. Minus but yeah, but he's not really a running quarterback, no, though, he, for sure. Yeah, he, so Baltimore, Yeah, I'm to me, that. is like the they have the best running quarterback in yeah. the world. I, I You got to go with the Baltimore Ravens. At minus seven, I don't love the number, but it's a good enough number that I'm like okay with. Um, Monday night game we got, last game on the slate before we get to the Daily Fantasy, is Minnesota Vikings, the Chicago Bears. Oh. I talked about it at the opening of the show the Chicago Bears defense in prime time versus Kurt Hurt Cousins in, in prime, prime time. time. This is going to be an Baby, and it's in Chicago. I'm going with the Bears. I'm taking that two and a half. Give me the points. Give me the under in this game. And I'm playing to watch these punters come out and play every down. I don't want to see a single point scored <laughs> in this game. I love, the, I love the under. I love the Bears' money line in this game. I took this in the first um, little bit of the week here. Uh, yeah, there's no way that you're going to convince me. I know people are all over this Minnesota team because of what Dalvin Cook's been doing this last few weeks, but I don't think they realize what Kirk does in primetime. So, yeah, no. You're not a Kirk Cousins believer in primetime? I mean, no, like, fair not. enough. He, he, he's he been painted with that rhetoric. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I don't believe that 
the Chicago uh, the Chicago Bears have shown me who they truly are. Mm. Is a really, 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 really good defense and a really, really, really bad offense. Yeah, like um, they have a horrible offense. The Minnesota Vikings have shown me who they are. Mm-hmm. Is a really, really, really good bad defense with a really, really, really good offense. Yeah. Um, the Minnesota Vikings do everything that an, a good offense should do. They run the ball fifty percent of the time. They pass the ball fifty percent of the time. The last three weeks before, or th- three weeks prior, they didn't have Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard for them to win. Dalvin Cook, like you, like CMC, is another game breaker. I, yeah. I, I can't see the Minnesota Vikings losing. Should these, the Chicago Bears are trash. Um, I don't think Nick Foles... I've seen this storyline before. Nick Foles is just not a good quarterback unless... You know, there's two games left in the season, and then he just starts throwing the ball. Like, <laughs> there's no tomorrow. I've seen the storyline before with Philadelphia. Like, I just have no faith. So we're both on opposite ends on this Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Minnesota Vikings spread, hit that total, hit that over. Hit oh, that- and you like the over. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, well, we're pretty divisive, or pretty uh, divided on these games. This yeah, week. this one of us is going to make so a lot pick, of money, yeah, and one of us is going to really suck. Be pick, sad today. Pick your poison. I'll pick your poison. Um, moving on to DraftKings before we go. Let's close it up like we yeah. always do with our three major picks. Um, kind of 50-50 last week with mine. Curtis Samuel did amazing. Stefan Diggs did okay. Or whoever I picked. I think I picked Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Sorry. He did okay. Um, this week, though, like you were saying it earlier, why do you think this is a big daily fantasy week? This is a big daily fantasy week because the matchups – on the teams and how much you're paying for them mm. just they have michael thomas at seventy four hundred dollars yeah like think about that seventy four hundred dollars for arguably the best wide receiver in fantasy yeah that's like unreal you got james connor sixty nine hundred dollars but i've got a couple of nuggets or not nuggets i've got a couple of sleeper picks here this my sleeper pick, my value pick this week. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. Seattle, really bad on defense. Yeah, they get, horrible. They get the ball thrown or on them like no tomorrow. Uh-huh. Well, the Los Angeles Rams are playing them. And a wide receiver that we've seen below have a blow-up game, but we haven't seen it this year, Josh Reynolds. Mm, interesting. He's only 3500 $3,500 on Josh Reynolds. Interesting. That is a smash. I love that. Uh, like, pick him. He's going to have. How, how is he 3500 when he had nine targets in yeah. week eight? Eight targets in week yeah. seven. Um, this guy can absolutely blow up. He has big play potential. I I love that play. Yeah, I really do. You can fit a lot into this, Absolutely. and it and it gives you that value because you know people are going to think the value is like the Mike Thomas exactly. and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I like that. That's a wicked play. Um, my value is a little bit more expensive than usually. He's at five thousand, so he just snuck in there. And mine's Devonte Parker. I think that's a value pick that's at five thousand. I think this game's going to be a shootout. We talked about it earlier. Um, I was going back and forth between him and the quarterback play of Joe Burrow because I think that game could be a shootout. I'm going to play two separate tickets this week, and one ticket will be the Cleveland or will be the Cincy stack. Will be Joe Burrow with Tyler Boyd, and we'll have James Conner on the other side. 
I love that, those three yeah. plays. Um, my X-Factor play is going to be Mike Evans. It's coming out of the Tampa Bay-Carolina game. Nice. This guy is only 6,300, like you said, very cheap for a player that gets, you know, has big play potential. My thing is what Bruce Arians said after the game. He said that he was wide open on a few plays and doesn't know why Tom Brady wasn't looking his way. I think that that automatically, to me, perks my ears up and thinks, next week I'm playing that guy because he's going to get the ball. Yeah. He didn't complain about it, so let's get him the ball anyways. Absolutely. He didn't make a big fuss, but we're going to get you that ball, Mike. You know they're saying oh, it in the locker room. You're, 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 I, I love Mike Evans this week. I, I love Mike this. Evans this week, and I think that he's going to get that two tugs, 100-yard game, seven catches. Nice. So my X Factor this week, he's also a player that is going to be underpriced. Okay. Um, but I don't – and I, I haven't checked the, the, the ratings, but I think he's going to – you know, get, be a little underrated as well. Jordan Reed. Mm, okay. Jordan Reed at thirty five hundred. That's you know how much San Francisco loves their tight ends. Yeah, we just talked about it. We just talked about it. Yeah, they do need to throw the ball to somebody. And who do they got? They got James. Mm-hmm. And they got Jordan Reed. I think Jordan Reed is the recipient this week. When he plays, he's a baller. Yeah, he really he just, is. He's just always hurt, man. Like, I, I hate the concussions because, like, man, I've had two concussions and they don't feel good. And, mm-hmm. like, man's had, like, maybe six concussions. Like, I, I want him to live a long, healthy life. <laughs> but, you know, when he plays, he's a baller. Yeah, he's good. He's so, good. Uh, Jordan Reed, uh, another really, really, really good pick at 3500 now, now my lineup's looking really nice because yeah. I got so much cap. Yeah, exactly. Um, my my uh, lock of the week for this is another player that I feel is extremely underpriced for the matchup. Aaron Jones at 7,100 in a 13.5-point spread game where I believe they're going to blow the roof off the place. He, has, he hasn't had one of those 45-point games in a while. You know what I'm saying? And I really do think that this is the week he does. He's going to have that blowout game. He's going to help me in all my year-long fantasies. Oh, yeah. I'm playing spoiler for the rest of the year in a couple, and this is going to be it. This is Aaron Jones' week to be that Dalvin Cook three to four touchdowns. I'm going to put a prop on him at three touchdown, multi-touchdown game as well in bet 365. I'm very heavy on Aaron Jones this week. I like that pick. I just put him in my lineup because (laughs) you're absolutely right. Um, and dude, like he, he's a baller. Like he's the Flores wants not Flores, uh, Flowers. Ah, I can't remember. Um, Green Bay's coach. They want to run. Oh, Lafleur. Lafleur. Yeah. yeah. Um, he wants to run the ball. Yeah. And he's they've done a really good job of that. I think. I think you're right. I think he's taking enough time off. I think that he's ready to go. And I think they're going to move the ball with him. Yeah. Um, Yeah, my lock of the week, um, James Conner. Oh, see, I liked him too. James Conner. We talked about him. And, yeah, he, at 6,900, you're getting solid value. And I always talk about my value number. Mm -hmm. Um, At 6,900, you're looking at almost 24 points. E- that's that's smash. That's easy value. Yeah, I um, agree. And I, I, that's that's something that you you want and you need. So like, shoot, that's yeah, that's it. Do you quickly before we go? Do you have a defense that you like this week in DraftKings? 
you know, we talked about it. I was talking about the Giants and Philly, and mm-hmm. I didn't know where to go um, because both of them are ranked high in the fan in the points per game. Yes, um, for DraftKings points per game, they're in the top ten each. Um, the Eagles are top four, and the Giants are top seven. Uh, I think both are in play this week. Yeah. The Eagles are a bit more expensive though at 3600, but whereas the Giants are 2700. I think you want some more value, you can toss them in that lineup. I would I would 100%. I, the Giants are probably my pick mm-hmm. because that defense can score. Miami's also in play at 2800. Yeah. Um but that's going to be a higher scoring game so you never know. I'd probably go with the Giants. Yeah, fair enough. All right, man. Well, uh, best of luck to you this week. It's yeah, kind of Lester versus West, so I, I, I'm ready for it. I can't wait. Um, tomorrow's going to be a good game, Tennessee and Indianapolis. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Get those picks in, and uh, yeah, we're here to make you some money. Comment, rate, subscribe. You know, like come. We, we just want to chat with you, also. Yeah, exactly. Uh, best of luck to everybody out there, and enjoy your week. And we'll see you next time.